Middle-aged Mutant Ninja Turtles Middle-aged Mutant Ninja Turtles Middle-aged Mutant Ninja Turtles All of them are dressed in Under Armour They came from mutagens in secret Ooh, that's right Now they do their shopping at Whole Foods I bring my own They used to be so cool Now they drive this boy old kids to school Middle-aged Mutant Ninja Turtles Middle-aged Mutant Ninja Turtles Middle-aged Mutant Ninja Turtles And all of them are sober now Turtle power Alright everybody, welcome to Ninja Turtle Talk Live It's been a while And now we're doing it remotely because of viruses But I'm Tyler Wilson And I am your co-host Sean, and I meant to talk to you about this earlier, Mm -hmm. but I was a little skeptical about our planned hiatus. I didn't know if we could actually come back almost two years later and keep our audience, but all signs are pointing that it is stronger than ever. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's fine. Uh, They're all on the website, oldmillennialsremember.com, and eventually we will... uh, well, it's already been, a, it was submitted to iTunes, so that's all good, so it should be okay. We'll just pick right back up, it's no problem. Uh, another point I meant to discuss with you earlier, Tyler, mm. um, I kind of feel like our show is pretty timeless, so I, I don't know if we want to talk about current events too much. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you're right about that. Uh, we don't need to talk about current events, I was just trying to state that this is going to be, we're recording it differently, I don't know. This is much different. And mainly in the fact that we're not even in the same location. We're not. We're not in the same place. So that's kind of the point. Because, you know, I'm just covering my bases when we, uh, you know, do the editing and all that other stuff. Just to say, like, hey, well, it sounds a little different than it did before. Well, that's because we're not in the same room right now. Maybe we will get to be in the future. But right now, uh, we're separate. But we're separate but together. And it seems to be working. Although it wasn't without its technical difficulties. Do you remember... When we were trying to set this up, how your headset wasn't working? Right. So we're on a phone call, right? And we're recording on separate ends, right? And that's not important so much as we needed my headphones on my cell phone to work properly. And it, it hasn't been working very well. Uh, either I could hear the audio, but my microphone wouldn't work or vice versa. But you had a brilliant idea. You told me to get a toothpick to try to clean out the area, but I didn't have a toothpick. So we had to brainstorm a little bit. And another brilliant idea was born out of that. Tell me what you told me to do, because it worked. I realized, well, first of all, we needed to find something like a toothpick that was pointy to clean out the headphone jack of your phone. But it can't be metal, because you don't want to stick metal in there and possibly short it out. It's more important with the battery, with the USB connector than as the headphone. But nevertheless, you still want to keep metal out of there. And I realized, you're sitting in a room surrounded by plastic ninja weapons i do so what did you use i used a a, a sigh from a standard uh, raphael figure it's a nickelodeon raphael uh the 2k uh 12 series uh sigh so i poked that right in there and sure enough it made my uh, microphone jack work better so here we are talking to each other thanks to a plastic sigh very fitting for our show exactly perfect it worked out worked out wonderfully so uh yeah so oh go ahead Oh, of course. Um, thank you. Speaking of our show, <laughs> what is our, our subject going to be this evening? Well, you know... Or, or morning or afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this at home. This is probably going to be our most uh, 
most time-related episode. It's tied to uh, a current event because we're going to just, as a kind of as a reintroduction to the show, we're going to talk about something that was on a special episode of Saturday Night Live. Uh, they had to do a kind of a remote uh, at-home version of their show uh, recently uh, because of various current events. And they did a little three-minute video, cart- like a cartoon of a Ninja Turtle-related thing. Maybe you could tell me about that, Sean. I can. I've watched it three times. This was a, an SNL animated short. A digital short. I yeah, I haven't done those in a it while. It was digital? Well, I don't know. Did they oh, call okay. it a digital short? I can't remember if they actually said it was a digital short like they used to do. With uh... They called it an SNL animated short. Oh, okay. And it's my understanding that this ran in the original show. I, I didn't actually watch it when it was aired. I watched it the next day. Oh, it was during the episode. It yeah, it aired in the episode. I didn't watch it live either. I saw it on the Hulu during when I watched the whole program. So, What was that anyway. noise? <laughs> well, <laughs> I forgot to hit the mute button, I guess. Oh, were you cracking open a beer or something? I have to. This is Ninja Turtle Talk Live. It's tradition. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, go ahead. Tell me more about this uh, animated uh, short because it sounds like you watched it more recently than I did because now it's been, I don't know, two days since I watched it. Oh, this is uh, let's turn into the Ninja Turtles 3 movie podcast all over again. <laughs> yes, yes. One of us uh, didn't uh, give their full attention to that one, did they? So this, this animated short was called Middle-Aged Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now... It doesn't quite roll off the tongue like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles does, but then again, we haven't been saying it for over thirty years, so you need time. Maybe it'll, yeah, maybe it just needs time. So, middle-aged Mutant Ninja Turtles is exactly what it sounds like. Mm. It it revisits the turtles in their middle age years in the style of the original nineteen eighties cartoon. Yes, it is. Uh, it's only. It's you know. It's a. It's a three minute short. And what I. What I actually. That's one of my favorite things about it. It's. It. it it's almost a perfect length in terms of getting the joke across. Um, it, because I, especially with Saturday Night Live, I think the the risk, often is as often the case with the show in general, is that skits kind of can run too long and it, the the jokes get kind of drained out by the end of it. Absolutely. Where, whereas this really just is sharp the whole way through to the point where I wanted more. I wanted to get more more segments of it. I wanted it to keep going because it, it's just one of those they, – they, every joke in it I think it works extremely well. Um, uh, I agree with you there and I still want more. Um, they – we can kind of walk through the episode but they give you just a little taste of each turtle and where they're at in their middle age years <laughs> and – there's there's a lot more beneath the surface there. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually begins as kind of a reveal that it, it you don't know it's a Ninja Turtle short right away. Um, they show a, a woman, an animated woman that looks all, awful lot like April O'Neil, but you're, you're not sure. Uh, yeah, the very first frame of the short shows an exterior shot of a house, which to me looks like it's from the Simpsons, just at a mirrored angle from what you normally see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, go ahead. I, oh yeah, no, I was just gonna say they, you know, there ha- there's a falling out happening between what seems to be like a husband and wife, and it is only revealed after a few seconds that uh, this April character is talking to Michelangelo. And things are not going well. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> Apparently, if this is April, which I I think we're led to assume it is, sure, 
Apparently, her and Michelangelo have gotten married and have also had children. <laughs> I'd like to see those, though. <laughs> and April has fallen out of love <laughs> with Michelangelo. Yes. Uh, so that's a pretty good reveal, and then you know we get the the song a little bit, and then I, what I think is the standout moment, it, it just it it really plays into a kind of humor that I like. It's it's Donatello on the phone hearing test results. <laughs> yes, and before we go too much further, oh, we sure. probably should warn our listeners: uh, this episode will contain spoilers. Oh for yeah, the sorry, <laughs> Mutant Ninja Turtles SNL. It's so short, animated that, short. You, know, you could watch it before you listen to this episode, I suppose. So. I would recommend you do if you haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah, I just I love this this the silence uh, of him just waiting uh to to get the re- the reveal of this information and this long drawn out uh you're just waiting to hear it. And then the way that he gets the information and then it's just abruptly over. I that I think it's just the funniest the funniest part of this. It's just so uh just on point with ter- in terms of what you know what I think is a, a fear for a lot of people who are middle-aged, but it's just the way it's drawn out I I found to be quite quite amusing. Yeah. He um he says a lot with the expression in his in in his face when he's listening to the conversation, which is very drawn out when it doesn't need to be obviously that's the joke but yeah it was it was very well done i love it and then you know you get some other stuff of you get a little more glimpses of their life leonardo's driving some some children around in a car carpool not a carpool necessarily but driving to school i assume and then the other kind of major scene is this lengthy scene on a park bench between leonardo and Raphael. uh they've they're talking about finding out that the shredder has recently <laughs> died now, one other reveal that we kind of glossed over mm. with Michelangelo is apparently the turtles can grow facial hair. <laughs> yes. Um, that's funny because there is a um, – I, I don't know if I – we haven't talked about it, but there are these late episodes of the Nickelodeon series that uh, takes place in a, an apocalyptic future. And it features Raphael uh, with some a beard, and it's very strange. Um, hmm. It looks weird, uh, and I now I can't remember if this, this is well. This is a whole episode should be committed to this uh, arc of the show, but uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember if he's just uh, wearing that or I. I kind of feel like that it's meant to be like he's grown this, and it's very unusual. But uh, but yes, apparently, uh, according to this uh, short, the, the turtles can grow facial hair. And maybe uh, Raphael's goatee is just a precursor to his future post-apocalyptic. <laughs> it's an <beard>. amazing, <laughs> it's an amazing middle-aged goatee on a guy that would be having money trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so the, the shredder has died, and Leo and Mike, or Leo and Raph are pondering whether they should, you know, go to the funeral. Uh, they just they decide that they don't want to go to the they'll go to the wake, but they won't go to the actual uh, f- funeral. Which I again is just. Uh, a little, a little detail that is very funny. I think it's the right call, though. I mean, <laughs> they have a sordid history, right? Um, and then of course it gets to the point where Raphael changes the subject and asks for money, and uh, Leonardo's like, "Again, Raph, uh, just, just great." I mean, and it, uh, what I love is that dynamic is is probably correct. I think if uh, if we were to assume that these four brothers would go through kind of a typical american middle age life uh that kind of makes sense where you know leonardo would be the one that's probably a little bit more stable right uh he might he might feel 
trapped in his life, maybe, and maybe that's a problem. And and Raphael would definitely be living a more kind of free lifestyle, and and that's going to come with its own problems, a lot of gambling problems and uh, things of this nature. Things don't always go well for a guy who might have some impulsive addictions, which is uh, on point for the character. Well, when he was a teenager, he was cool, but over time, that can only get you so far. And if you're rude, Mm. then you're just going to have trouble. And I could see how younger, at a moment in his life, maybe in the early 90s, where that goatee was very cool. But then, you know, you hold on to it a little bit too long, and uh, you're going to have problems. Here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you think Michelangelo's still a party dude? I no because he's isn't he the one that's at Whole Foods because I feel like uh, if he's getting a pizza he party, I, I don't think he's you know he's probably buying the organic or the gluten free pizzas. I don't know if it's the same kind of party, especially with the problems he is, he's been but, having with April. Well, he's also shown at a strip club later on. So <laughs> yes, he is a party dude, and he goes to the strip club still. So uh, that's on point. Um, uh, yeah, you could definitely see Mike and Raph uh, hitting the strip clubs. Uh, the other two, maybe not so much, but yeah, I don't even ever know. Maybe they're all into that sort of thing. I like the very end, and they're still kind of doing the theme song, but they said their best days are behind them. <laughs> right. And that's how they end it. It's a great joke. Now, the the question I have is, uh, for as brilliant as this short is, and I, to me it was the the funniest thing on uh, this SNL episode. It's the funniest thing they've done in a while. I'm not one to over criticize Saturday Night Live. I you know I think it's for for the most part through the years always been somewhat hit or miss. It always depends on the skit and everything. But to me this was uh, maybe it was the combination of just all the other skits being so tied to webcams and zoom projects and uh you know zoom conferences and kind of the way that the world is looking right now in entertainment that uh, that this piece that was animated and felt more like a normal segment that you would see on an snl maybe that's why it stood out too but it also it was just very funny yeah it was kind of a a relief in a way from all of the current event um skits that were in the show right if you if you listen to the news or the radio or you talk to coworkers, everyone's talking about the 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 pandemic that's going on right now. There's only and two things kind of a, yeah, there's two things people are talking about. The 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 pandemic or Tiger King at this very moment in time. So it's like uh, anything that's not those two things uh I'm interested in. So <laughs> Yeah. This will be weird. Uh, we'll, alternative we'll, programming, if you will. Yeah, we, it'll be weird when we go back and reflect on this. Uh, so, you know, our plan is to do an episode every two years. So in two years' time, when we do the next episode of Ninja Turtle Talk Live, we'll look back and we'll, we'll talk about how weird it was to be listening to ourselves uh, during a pandemic. Yeah. And it's going to be a pretty interesting comparison i i can't tell where we're gonna be in two weeks let alone two years that's true maybe we'll just maybe we should just keep trying to record some episodes assuming that everything goes well in the uh the back end here we we may have to bump our production schedule up just a bit we we should we probably probably need to do that now the question i have for you is kind of the major takeaway of this was it what if there was a world where some studio, some network said, yes, I want middle-aged Ninja Turtles, uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles, as a show that would air after 
Bob's Burgers or or on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network yeah. or would 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 you watch that show? Would it be something that you're interested in? Do you think that they could sustain it uh, over the course of a, a, a series run? That's a really good question. It's it would not be the first show from that era to do that. Um, you've got a plethora of shows that have come back after many years. The Turtles are kind of unique, though, because they never really went away. They kept reinventing themselves. Right. So there's certainly an audience, and I think you and I are in that, that would appreciate the middle-aged mutant Ninja Turtles. But to answer your question, I don't know how long you could sustain a show because the very thing that made them interesting is now gone. That's the premise of the middle-aged Ninja Turtles. So would it still be interesting after a period of time now that they're not doing what they used to do yeah it would have to be a show that i think would have to find a way to tie them back into doing some kind of heroics maybe reluctantly and maybe it doesn't look the same and i think it would need to be a comedy that was aimed at an older generation old millennials or people who grew up with the turtles but there's also what's weird to think about is that like say the 2000 three series that aired now has aged out uh individual you know people that watch that show have now they're sure. now adults and so it could potentially kind of work for that generation as well um so yeah it would have to be a very specific kind of show and i think that it, it, totally like an adult swim still short i wouldn't I, I couldn't possibly see it being as like a 22 minute show maybe it was like a you know five or six minute or 10 minute segments or something like that and you know, maybe it's one of those things where maybe they try another short and see how the next three minutes of the short go and if that feels like there's something there. But they'd have to do something more than just them being middle-aged and dealing with daily problems. There needs to be an overarching conflict that brings them back together, maybe. And with the Shredder gone, what would that be? Well, I mean, Shredder's got a, a pissant kid maybe karai is uh causing trouble for them uh you know someone with issues there or maybe there's i think there's some comic uh value of maybe you you're bringing a krang or a utram character back in there and uh you know kind of reintroducing the strange to their world because it seems like in this version they're uh they're living pretty regular lives that like they seem to be accepted by society as well so they're just sitting on a park bench well (laughs) and at least michelangelo and I think they showed Donatello have human wives, and Leonardo had kids in the yeah. in his minivan. So, and it's unclear what I mean, what the situation is there. Did he find a a fifth turtle, or is I mean, are the kids a mix of some kind because they look like turtles? But I mean, well, so the kids seem to take after their fathers. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know exactly what the deal is there. That would be something to explore. Um, but I mean, there's precedent for that right now in the comic series, uh, the current IDW comic series, they've introduced this mutant town in New York City where there was a, a mass uh, mutagen incident. And so now there's a whole section oh. of New York that's quarantined off from the rest of it. Interesting. Uh, hmm. And they're all mut- <laughs> they're all mutants living there and they're just trying to live daily, you know, the normal life. There are so many uh, mutants that it's just a part of the, the regular life in this one section of the city. Um so there's interesting and, there, and in the previous comic series they they did something similar where the aliens and other life forms and mutants were kind of introduced in society so they were more accepted on the uh above ground world so i you know there's there's precedent there they could do it yeah well another comparison that you can make at least from the 
the SNL side of things would be the David S. Pumpkins <laughs> Halloween special. Right. Because that, that was another short skit that left you wanting more. Mm. Unfortunately, <laughs> when you got more, you found out it's not really what you wanted. Yeah, I think that that's spe- – so, yeah, David S. Pumpkins was a live-action uh, skit with Tom Hanks, and then they went ahead and made – I don't know if it was the following year. They made a, a half-hour Halloween special that was animated, and they yeah, brought I think Tom – it was a year later. Yeah, they brought Tom Hanks back, and that was fine. The problem is, is that it was trying to do two things, right? It was – one, it was trying to recapture the magic of what was so funny about the first time, right? And repeating right. the joke, and then the second thing it was trying to do was trying to be like the 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 holiday special, like the typical network holiday special, and kind of cramming those two uh, concepts together. And it didn't really work. There wasn't enough novelty of the character combined with that to to make it seem like it it was uh, a worthy uh, you know successor to the skit. So, I mean, that right. might be a lesson for us that maybe maybe you need to leave it alone. But I don't know. Well, another question I had for you. Do you think they got the original theme song singer for this? Because it, it was either him or an incredible impression. It sounded good, yeah. I, I It's possible that they got that same person. I mean, a lot of these guys are still uh, still around. Rob Paulson, of course, is uh, still a very prominent uh, member of the TMNT world as a... Yep. He's a voice – I think he's a voice director on the current series, although who knows if that's still going to continue on uh, right now. And then, of course, uh, he voiced Donatello in the Nickelodeon's first series and before you know he was Raphael, obviously, in the original. So, yeah, right. I mean these voice actors, they have long – a lot of these guys have long careers. I, I'd have to – we'd have to do some research on that. Maybe we should have done that before we recorded this. Oh, well. <laughs> well, there's always – there's always uh... – real-time research too oh yeah you're on your computer go keep yeah you could type it up and find out i don't know if you're gonna be able to find that information that quickly but um so another another or building upon that i thought the voices were excellent for michelangelo and Raphael. Mm-hmm. donatello did not sound like donatello in any iteration that sure. i recognized um well i and think leonardo was kind of middle of the road didn't really stand out to me but That's... i thought michelangelo and Raphael were very good aged up versions of the original cartoon i think that that's uh kind of typical of the stand i mean michelangelo i mean okay so Raphael has had a couple different very distinct versions i guess because there's the gruffer bad attitude one versus the jokey one of the original versus uh, you know the kind of the mix that sean astin did on the, the first nickelodeon series uh, Michelangelo has always been a very consistent voice, right? Mm-hmm. With Donatello, you know, it's always kind of usually played as kind of a higher pitched, you know, stereotypical nerd voice, right? And so yeah. that's always, you know, I, sometimes that's hard to age up, I guess, uh, make it sound older, and maybe that was the issue. And then with Leonardo, I feel like there's been so much inconsistency with Leonardo's voicing. I mean, even even to the point where, you know, Nickelodeon... They had to switch from Jason Biggs to Seth Green, which is a pretty dramatic shift. I mean, <laughs> we've gotten some, <laughs> yeah. And not to mention Johnny Knoxville to uh, the the actor who did the motion capture in the second of those Michael Bay movies. So, uh, oh man, what the, a switch! There's been some there's some variation with. Uh, there's never been a, a very distinct or definitive Leonardo, I would say, versus definitely Mike, definitely Raph, and maybe maybe aging up a, a nerd a teenage nerd voice is hard it's harder to kind of capture, maybe that's the issue with Donatello, I'm not sure that, yeah, that could be 
So, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I feel like, listen, we've talked some minutes about this. That's pretty good for a three-minute short. I, I feel like we're we're back on... We're back in the groove. I, I, I don't know, Sean. I think we may be able to do one of these. Maybe, maybe, maybe once a year. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe twice yeah, a we'll, year. Yeah, we'll have to maybe take another look at our hiatus model. I mean, we mm. thought this was going to be the way to go when we set out our original schedule: six episodes <laughs> that are all fire individually. <laughs> yeah. But we realized that when you put out such great content so quickly, mm. it's kind of underappreciated. So we wanted to build the build up the hype a little bit <laughs> right maybe maybe we stretched it too far i think so maybe well, there's a balance i think we can reevaluate for sure for sure okay well we'll definitely reevaluate and, and and people will i guess we'll see the results of that soon enough Be- All right. before we go do you want to check the phone lines anything anything fired up over there live we're live you know i know we're live but i, I didn't actually open the phone line <sighs> for this episode because this is our, our special reintroduction. Okay, right. Okay, so next time we'll make sure those fire those uh, those phone lines are fired up and ready to go. We'll take some uh, some comments and calls from our devoted uh, fan base. Okay, the truth is I forgot about the phone lines. <laughs> I only have one phone, and I'm using it to talk to oh, you right now. You're right. We have so, to get a third phone line for the phone line to work. I can't believe we, we didn't think of that. Ugh. This whole pandemic's really screwing us over. You know, I really wish you hadn't brought this up because <laughs> I was hoping people wouldn't notice. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a, a return episode or stop, stop time stamping it, Tyler. Stop time stamping it. Uh, that was no. our latest episode of uh, Ninja Turtle Talk Live. We will be back with you soon. Hopefully not two years. <laughs> it's a secret hiatus schedule, but it is planned. Right. Okay. Perfect. Well, uh, Sean, it's good to talk to you, and I will uh, hopefully get to talk turtles with you very soon again. It's good to talk to you as well, and I I agree we should do this again. Um, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) That's an inside joke that I don't want to explain right now. I'm going to stop recording. (laughs) Later.